learners, this is Jillian and Kelly. Welcome to the Learners Inspired Podcast. Thank you for joining us on episode five. Today's topic is timely. We are discussing the art of tidying up your Google Drive. Jillian, can you believe this is episode five? I know. It seems like time has gone so fast. Like, it just seems like we were recording our first episode just yesterday. I know. We just, we're blossoming in 2019. It's going to be our year. I know. It's been such a fun journey, though. Like, I've loved the time for us to just get to hang out and chat about what we love doing with teachers and just getting to talk about technology and the opportunities it creates for kids. I love that. Every single topic we've chosen for all of our episodes have we've chosen with like a purpose. Like they're intentional. Yeah. We haven't like tried to create something just to create it. Like we are having conversations on our podcast that echo and mirror the conversations we're having on our campuses. So I love that I love it's just a reflection of our daily life, like our work life. Oh, me too. And I I mean, man, I just love getting to spend some some designated time with you. Yay! Every couple of weeks, like, it, it's so fun to just have our conversations and um, talk about all the things that we love to do, so. Exactly. So, when we were discussing what, oh, we knew man. we wanted to do another episode before, <laughs> um, we're heading to TCEA in a few weeks, so we knew we wanted to do another episode before we left for our trip. We were like, what, what do we want to talk about? Where are we going to go with this next? And Jillian jokingly was like, what about the art of tidying up your Google Drive. And it was like, yes! Like yes. The, it's perfect. Actually, that is a really great idea. You're so brilliant. I know. You can always count on me for the, like, <laughs> off-the-wall idea but that somehow uh, works out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what every... That's what the real world's talking about. I know. I, I mean, like, donation centers? If you don't know what we're talking about, we're actually talking about <laughs> the book that's super popular right now, um, Marie Kondo, I believe is her name. Con Mari yeah. is the method. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, but she has a couple of books out and even a series on Netflix now. And it's, it's like taking people by storm in this new year's resolution season. Yes. People are like, they're like tidying up their homes and organizing like crazy. And I've seen all these memes that are like, husbands are afraid that their wives are going <laughs> to toss them out the door too, because it's insane. Yeah. The stuff I've seen on Twitter. I know. And I mean, like, I love this podcast because, A, it gives me an opportunity to be transparent and just have so much fun. But my husband's like, babe, like, our house is really organized. <laughs> um, he's like, but I don't see you doing this. I'm like, because it happens in the summertime when you're yes. at work and you yes. don't know what fishing stuff I'm organizing for you. I know. <laughs> It's so funny. So we thought, of course, why not uh, make something that is very trendy and timely with the just the New Year's resolution season? Why not bring that to the field of education? Yes. And um, for us, start with our Google Drive. Let's organize our Google Drive life. Yes. And I know that that usually happens at the end of the year for me, but yes. This year has been busy mm-hmm. for me, and I I need I need some tidying up. Yeah, so we are going to share with you today some of our tips and tricks, and maybe you'll walk away with a some sparked joy, if I'm allowed to say that, <laughs> um, for re-energizing and just making your Google Drive more effective and efficient awesome. for you. 
Okay, Kelly, so let's get started. So one of the first things that um, Marie Kondo kind of prompts you with, one question she prompts you with is, does the this item spark joy for you, and is it necessary? Okay. So the first thing we're going to talk about are our tips and tricks for um, thinking through our Google Drive and the items that are in our Google Drive and deciding whether or not they're necessary um, or if it's something that we can really get rid of and and kind of get out of the way of our Google Drive. So what's kind of your like first go-to tip when you're helping teachers get their Google Drive set up or organizing it? What are some, some ideas that you share with teachers to help them get started on this? I think that honestly my non-negotiable with my Google Drive is everything has to have a title. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, when I'm working with students and their teachers, like if I'm modeling a lesson, I kind of equate that to my days in the classroom like as a student. I remember how adamant my teachers were with the the heading that went at the top of my paper. Oh, yeah. It had to have my name, subject area, the date. I mean, there were like a checklist of items that I had to have on that piece of notebook paper in the upper right-hand corner. Yes. And then on the top line, every time, you better have a title. Yes. And so I feel like that's ingrained in me anyway, but more so now in my digital life, like everything in your life too, digitally, like you need to title it. Yeah. It has to have a title. It has to have a title. That sparks joy for me. I, I love that. I I definitely love the title because something that doesn't spark joy for me <laughs> is when I see, um, when I've gone on this like creating spree in my Google Drive and I have untitled doc, untitled doc, untitled yes. doc, untitled doc. Okay, Oops. and if you're in the list mode, okay, can we just talk about this? Like list mode, tile mode, what what side of the fence are you on? Oh my gosh, I am title mode that where I can see the little icon and the little preview, but yes. there are some friends on our team preferring the listing mode. Mm-hmm. But man, can you just imagine if you had a list of everything that said untitled? <laughs> you step one yes title everything title everything (laughs) yes okay so what next Julian okay so um my favorite thing that I love to recommend to teachers is if it if you're not using it get rid of it like this must be the minimalist in me coming out (laughs) because I'm like delete trash archive get rid of this because it's just confusing me yes and so um even though you might actually put something like you delete it and move it to the trash it doesn't actually delete it forever forever out of your drive like it's still hanging out in the trash um but it's just not cluttering up the everyday use of your Google Drive right and then as an instructional technologist something i like to make um each year is an archive folder mhm and so, like, sometimes I have campus-specific archive folders that I can put things in that I'm not really using for the new year, um, but I don't really want to get rid of it yet. So, I, I love getting rid of those those things that I don't need anymore, moving them to the trash, and I also love moving um, documents that I'm not using the next year into an archive folder just in case I need to, like, revisit it and get, and get some inspiration from it. And you never know. I mean, honestly... I do delete a lot of things. I'm pretty good about it. Um, But every once in a while, I do find myself like, okay, I remember 
two years ago, I created something that I probably could spruce up and reuse. Yes. Um, so those archive folders are definitely handy if you're one of those people that just can't quite let go of yeah. it. Yes, they are. Um, okay, we also thought, as we were kind of brainstorming ways to just get you set up for success in that organization um, piece, is uh, many of us are migrating from our H drive Mm-hmm. In our district, we yes, used to we have are. an H drive. Oh, we still do uh, have an H drive. We did didn't you hear to. the H drive story for me? What's your H drive story? Oh, my gosh. I didn't know what an H drive was. I think you were out on maternity probably, leave. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't tell you because I didn't was, want you to know. It was a con. No, let me. Yeah, <laughs> you kept this little secret from me. Um, And we were having, everybody was having this conversation about the H drive and what an H drive is. And I started, like, sweating. And finally, I just, like, blurred out. Drive is oh dear I know it's I, okay I know have you missed it I I mean do you I feel like you're missing out now no not now <laughs> I came from the like world of like a thumb drive zip drive and then Google Drive so I totally missed the H drive T drive C drive R drive like I totally missed that and one. we I'm all joking aside <laughs> your H drive is perfectly an acceptable place to save your work that is that is up to the user yes. by all means Absolutely. whatever it makes accessing your files the <laughs> most um effective for you. Absolutely. But so if you are someone looking to, you know, that new year's resolutions kicking in and you're like, "I want to be more Google Drive driven." Yeah, I just want everything in Google Drive. So maybe you're thinking, "I'm going to move everything from my H drive to my Google Drive because you can do that. Yes, you and can. And if you need help doing that, your instructional technologist can totally help you with that. I and mean, you can do it like at folders at a time. You don't have to yeah, do each like, individual document. One click, like select mm-hmm. all your folders, one click, boom, let yep. it work. Yep. Um, so if you are someone moving that direction, I would caution you um, to go into your Google Drive. There is a little settings gear. Um, we could even maybe put a screenshot of this on our show notes. But there's a little settings gear towards the upper right-hand corner. And when you click on that, you'll click on settings and open up this menu of options you can kind of customize. I would encourage you to turn off or check the box that basically converts all of your Word, PowerPoint, and mm-hmm. Excel documents. Yeah. It, go, it will go ahead and convert them all to whatever the equivalent Google Drive editing format is. So that way you don't have a permission slip for a field trip typed up in Google, in Word, yes, and in Google Docs. Yeah, and really you can't edit it yeah. in Word mode. So all of those Microsoft Word, PowerPoint, those type files, they're really just preview-only versions of those documents mm-hmm. and creating clutter yes. duplicates of the things that are in your drive you can't share them in your drive no I mean they're just not functional so um I would say too just as a caution not everything converts beautifully no. you're formatting your fonts some of the things yeah. from a word document over to a google doc or powerpoint over to google slides it's not always pretty and perfect um but if you're going to make that switch to cloud storage you kind of you kind of have to make that I guess shift in your mind that I'm probably gonna have to clean some things up. I'm gonna have to fix it and reformat it to make it functional in this online collaborative environment. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so that's all we we just sharing all this stuff about getting your Google Drive set up so that you can get ready to actually organize and and only keeping the things that truly are necessary um, for your job or your instruction or your students. That's the important part. Absolutely. 
Okay, so the next, I guess, segment is we want to focus on her uh, Marie Kondo's next essential question, I guess, that she asks her people to kind of think through as they're organizing and decluttering. Um, and that question would be, does it have a designated place to live? And when you're thinking about your house, you have like closets, you have shelves, you have baskets on those shelves in your closet. Um, you, you organize your house, like things ideally have a place to live. Yes, they do. So the, I feel like that philosophy transfers nicely into our digital world. It definitely does. AKA our Google drive. Uh-huh. Um, but this time we're not like talking about putting it on a shelf. Like the way that you would organize your Google drive to be, I guess, Marie Kondo friendly is mm-hmm. everything would be in a folder. Would everything. you agree? Everything would be in a folder. And sometimes folders in folders in folders. Yeah. I mean, that's sometimes necessary to be truly organized. It really is necessary. Um, and I really only leave kind of those few things hanging out in my Google Drive outside of a folder if it's like really something important that I frequent often or something I know I'm going to delete soon. Yeah, I would say that that's true for me. Everything yeah. is in folders, and I like, again, in tile view, all my folders are up at the top, yes. and they're nice and big, and I can see them. Or, the, you know, they're the rectangles. They stand yes. out. Um, but my things that are not in folders right now in my Google Drive are because I'm getting you ready to delete it. Yes. Because I'm accessing it, like, on the regular. Uh-huh. Um, or it's a work in progress where I'm, like, maybe playing around with a template mm-hmm. or right. um, it's just something I need it to be, like, right in my face so I'm reminded to like reference it again yeah um but other than that rule of thumb in a folder yeah 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 so there's something cool that you can do with the folders um in google drive if you will right click on the folder it gives you an an option to do some really cool things um you can change the color of your folders. And for me, I really love doing this. Um, so like my personal folder or like my favorite folder, um, my favorite is my favorite color, which is purple. And then like my Cox folder or my Roanoke folder, like I try to organize those folders based off of their like campus mascot color. So Roanoke is blue and Cox is yellow. Um, and so those folders stand out to me because they're ones that I'm constantly putting campus specific materials in. I would echo everything you just said. Perfect. The color coding, the day I figured that out changed my life because again, our brain just gravitates towards those things. I think that recognition helps. And so when I see that color, I'm, it's sometimes a good reminder of something Mm -hmm. or it's just a quick retrieval of something like it's definitely helped. It's super helpful. And it just kind of helps us make that connection for the purpose of that folder. Exactly. I'm not really sure that I'm good at color coding my subfolders, though. If I'm being mm-hmm. completely honest, it's usually just those main ones that I see um, when I open up my Google Drive and look at it. Same. Um, another kind of trick, again, you're right-clicking on a folder. Uh, un- unless you do this at the beginning when you actually create the folder and name it. But Google, by default, puts everything in your drive in Mm -hmm. alphabetical order. Yes. And sometimes that doesn't work for me. Um, I'm going to be truthfully honest here. I have a folder that says campuses and in that folder are my campus folders. Mm -hmm. And that's, that is an example where I do have color coded folders inside a folder, which is not what I just said I did, but I do do that apparently. Um, 
But so what I did is I renamed my campus folder and I put a one in front of it. Oh, yes. And the reason I did yes. that, um, and I get this question a lot from teachers, is because honestly that campus folder is the folder I'm in and out of the most. And mm-hmm. so I want it to be first in my Google Drive. And then my second folder is my ePortfolio folder that has everything that I work on for my ePortfolio because I do access that a lot too. Um, And so just by adding that number, you kind of trick Google into um, putting things in the order you Mm -hmm. prefer them to be in. Absolutely. And that's super helpful um, when we're thinking about efficiency and um, remembering where we put it in that safe place Mm -hmm. um, so we don't forget where it's at. Um, One little trick that we thought would be worth sharing um, with you as far as like maybe you have a need for a set of lesson plans to be in multiple folders or a roster to be in multiple folders. We all have a need occasionally where it makes sense to put it away in this folder, but it also would make sense in your brain to look for that same file in this folder. Yes. Um, That is where we would like to introduce you to the little shortcut called shift Z. Whoop, whoop. And you're going to need to get on your Google drive right this second. Um, (laughs) And find a document and just play around with this. Like, for instance, maybe you've um, drafted a field trip note for an upcoming field trip for your class. And you have a copy of that in, like, um, your team folder that you and your team share. But you also have a copy of that in your field trip folder because that's where all your field trip plans have been filed away. Absolutely. So the way you would do that is you would go to that location where that file is right now. You would click on that file one time. And so it kind of highlights that file in blue when you're in Google. And once it's highlighted in blue, you're going to hold Shift Z down at the same time. And a little menu is going to pop up and it's going to allow you to file that document or add that document to an additional file in your in your Google Drive. And I guess people, your next question would be like, why would I, why wouldn't I just make a copy? Copy, right. And that's when our team, we really have like, tried to communicate like as soon as you make a copy of something then you now have two versions of that document so unless you're planning to remember to go to document a Uh and make changes and then go over to document b and make those same changes then inevitably one document's going to be outdated eventually eventually so like i always explain it that when you do shift z it's truly like it's duplicating rather than copying which i know those words kind of mean the same or cloning same even same thing but yeah it's an exact that clone clone yeah I that don't know. yeah that it's not really making a whole new document it's just putting it into places at once which Wow, I wish I could shift to see myself sometimes. Right? Man, you saying that just now was like, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> okay, so Jillian, tell me about copy-paste-character.org. Oh my gosh, this is a new um, website that I learned about from one of my library media specialists, Kelly Valdez at Roanoke Elementary. Um, I was hanging out in her... And, you know, at Roanoke, one of my days on campus, and she was telling me about this awesome lesson that she has done with her kids, um, her fifth graders Mm -hmm. in the library. So, the fifth graders this year have had Chromebooks for a couple of years. Um, oh, so dear. I know when they were going yeah, with Yeah, so when they were, like, third graders and it started out, there wasn't much. Their, their Google Drives were basically clean slates. 
Um, and then year two, when they moved into fourth grade, they um, had a few more things, a few more untitled documents, a few more things created. Um, and then by the time that they've reached fifth grade now, that things are a little crazy. Yeah. Um, and so she read the book um, by Mercer Mayer. It is she read a Mercer Mayer book to her fifth graders. I love Mercer Mayer books. I know. Little and, Critter? <laughs> yeah. And she said she read the book called Just a Mess with her fifth graders. And at first, the fifth graders were kind of like, why is she reading me this baby book? But oh. it really helped connect um, to the kids that um, organizing our Google Drive is just a really good skill to learn. And that as you move into middle school mm-hmm. and you're, you have that ownership to create things like you really need to keep yourself organized. So she told me about copypastecharacter.org and it is a website where you can copy and paste um, symbols and emojis into the title of your oh, folder. Oh my gosh. So not yes. only can you, you can copy and paste cute numbers. You can copy and paste symbols and emojis that help those folders stand out even more. So you could have, like, a pencil for your writing folder. Yes. Brilliant. I know. Or the cute little girl behind her computer. Oh. Yeah. I love it. That's such a great idea and a good way to just another, I don't know, you're just taking ownership of your digital space and, like, making it a place that you're proud of, that it's organized, that you just, you're effective in that area. So I love that. Very cool tip. Cool. Okay, so this next segment, we are going to think about Marie's condo's question, does it work? So this is where we're going to talk about the working and functioning pieces of Google Drive that help you stay organized. And over on the left side, when you're looking in Google Drive, you will see the rainbow add button to create new files. You will see my drive, Team Drive, Shared With Me, Recent, Starred, and Trash. And so one of the most helpful um, categories over there on that left side of your Google Drive is the Starred With Me folder. And that is something um, that you can use, whether it's you're starring folders or you're starring documents. Um, That's something that you're going to want to use. I use it kind of like that's my favorite. I, I mm-hmm. access our IT PLC journal frequently. Mm-hmm. That is something I have right-clicked and starred so I can get to it quickly and easily. So like you just said, um, your folders and your videos, right-click on those, and you'll see that option to star mm-hmm. something. Um, and that I, I think that is, it's equated to me, like when I'm in Google Chrome and I get to a website and I'm like, I'm going to favorite that because yep. it's a star. Yeah. That Google Star just kind of transitions into your drive, too. So yep. um, that's a great example. I have not starred our ITPLC journal. Uh-huh. Why? Why have I not done that ever? Uh, well, yay! Did <laughs> I teach you something? Yes. Like, yay. you better believe I'm starring that file, like, ASAP. I'm, friend, I'm so glad I could inspire you. Uh, you learn something new every day. <laughs> you know what else I star um, is Expo 2019 responses. Tis the season. Yeah, so I definitely have starred that, um, and then once expo season has passed, then I will unstar that document, and it will go back into our ITPLC folder, and it won't be something I need to frequent anymore. And I think that I'm just thinking through kind of what we were going to chat about today, and I think that the reason maybe I'm not always so good about starring things is because I do use my recent um, oh yeah, menu a mm-hmm. lot. So uh, again, over in the left hand side, Julian ran down that list. 
recent is one of the options in that list of options. And um, I think that I use recent so frequently because they truly are my most recent things that I've clicked on, whether it be something in my drive, something somebody shared with me. Some, I mean, it, it's all there because it's kind of like time and date stamped. Yeah. Visually. Yes. The things that you've seen in your Google Drive. Um, and so like earlier today, I accidentally closed out of Google Chrome and I was so mad because I had like 17 tabs open, you know, like I always do. Oh, and then man. I was like, yeah. oh, but then I remembered recent, I've accessed all of them literally in the last like probably hour of my day. So I just went back to recent. I, it jogged my memory of every tab I probably had open mm-hmm. and I reopened all of yeah. them. Yeah. For there's, sure. I, there's probably a shortcut that would have restored everything. It's okay. So note to self, learn the restore tab shortcut <laughs> as well. Um, but definitely starred recent. That's going to help your Google Drive work for you because the more intentional you are about starring your items um, or just remembering that, hey, I just accessed that yesterday, like you can quickly retrieve the things you need if you're utilizing those features on the left. Absolutely. Um, I think that, too, uh, we intended to start this off at, you know, at the beginning of our episode, but we have focused on my drive. So, Jillian, can you kind of walk people through um, the difference and how this, everything we talk about today applies to my drive versus shared with me? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Well, I will, I will try to explain it, but I just feel like um, you guys have done an awesome job explaining it in the past and you're making the most of Google suite. Oh yes. And our teammate Shelly Hall usually is the one that leads that session. And I remember the first time she was leading it, she said, okay, so you have to think about the difference between my drive and shared with me. She said, shared with me is like a potluck dinner you go to where it's all the things that people have brought and shared or contributed to this common table. And then the my drive are the things that you've taken from the potluck. Those are the things that you've chosen to say, you know what, this, I I need a little bit of that in my life. I'm going <laughs> to take it and add it to my drive, okay? And so if you are someone who peruses your shared with me, you can easily add things from your shared with me by right-clicking again on the on the slides or the sheet or the document, and you can choose to add to my drive. And when you add to your drive, then you can organize it. But guys, there is no organizing the shared with me. It is what it is. You you cannot organize it. What's so funny, all. I mean, I do have that conversation. Like, I know. why is this file here? I deleted it. And I'm like, oh, honey, <clears throat> there is no yeah. deleting your shared with me. It's It, again, is another, like, time and date stamp history of your Google Drive life. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I just tell people, I'm like, don't even look in there. Like, just don't. don't look in there. Like, use the search bar at the top. If you're pretty sure you kind of know what the title yes. of that document was, search for it, right-click it, add it to your drive, and don't even go back to that shared with me. And file it in its designated place to live. Absolutely. That's the key. Like, and you can organize and file things from that right-click also. Like, you don't Yeah, you don't so to. right-clicking, another one we didn't click, that we didn't touch on, when you right-click, I, when I'm teaching kids, um, like, in a you know, a co-teach type lesson in a classroom and I tell them to right click on something in their Google drive, I always tell them it's a secret menu because oh, yeah. there are lots of secret, like hidden gems in that menu. And one of them is the move to option uh-huh. because yes. again, 
you can add to my drive, of course, but you can also move to and designate a folder at that place mm -hmm. too. So it just, you know, there's tips and tricks and everybody has their own method and way of doing the things that we've shared today. Yes. Um, and you really do have to find the method that works for you and what makes sense for you and your Google Drive. But I feel like these are really just good key points to keep in mind and share and, and inspire, hopefully, you to clean up that Google Drive. Awesome. Okay, Kelly, my favorite time has come. It is the Twitter shout-out time. Whoop, whoop. So today's Twitter shout-out goes to our very own Brittany Horn. She's one of our Dream Team teammates, so we are super excited to celebrate her and her campuses today. She is giving a, a tweet on Twitter about uh, Miss Bruton at Hughes using classroom screen, and I just love this. Again, it's so timely. Not that it was all because of us, but um, our last episode, one of our teammates shared about classroom screen, and we were able to highlight it um, as one of the tech tools that our team is loving right now. Um, and so I love the pictures and just the the level of um, engagement and the obvious expectations that are set in this classroom. And um, the just the visual of her classroom screen that's on here. It's so cool. It's awesome. She has so many things going on. She's got a timer. She's got the current time. Um, so the kids are aware um, because the schedule is posted of, you know, their block and their rotations within that time. Um, she's got their their what's expected as yeah. far as like their talk levels. Um, I love that. So like if you're thinking like an administrator coming into your room. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, and they see this classroom screen up. They know like the time your students have left. They know that they're supposed to be working together and it's almost looks like she, they're not her learning targets, but her goals for, right. that, time for that time period. So we can see that it says it's nine 11 and then you can go over here and look on her schedule. And at nine 11, her kids are working on some type of collaborative sequencing project. How cool is that? I love it. And like, I just love the way Brittany was able to capture this environment in a way that I was so excited to share it out on Twitter and like just bring, um, I guess light to it because it's something so easy that you could, again, just implement mm -hmm. today. You could look up Google cl uh, Classroom screen right this second, set it up, roll it out tomorrow morning. You know what? I have to give a shout out to my mom. Like, she... Do it. She... She did it. She did? Yeah. And because you, of our podcast? Yeah, because she... <laughs> I have that. Yeah, I have that family who celebrates I love, that. love, love that. But she works in, like, this tiny rural school, and her kids don't have access to devices, but she does as the teacher, and yes. she has a Promethean board, and she texts me, and she's like, do you think classroom screen is something I can do? And I'm like, yes, yes Mom, yes. you totally can. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just truly love that you brought up the fact that anyone can walk in this teacher's classroom, and there's no doubt. Like, that her kids know what's going on, that the administrator or the instructional coach, whoever it is, mm -hmm. walks in. There's no doubt about the work that's taking place. So, thank you, Brittany, for highlighting Miss Bruton at Hughes. And um, we can't wait to see what else you guys will come up with over there. Okay, so the time has come. It is Operation Inspired. So, Kelly, what are our listeners' tasks? 
I feel like Operation Inspired this time, like, is legit. Like, you surely are inspired to do something, right? Because who doesn't love that fresh start with a new year? And now we're bringing it into real life, your Google Drive. So we are inspired um, to challenge you with the following. We want you to get into your Google Drive. Like, open it up and just look at it and start to think about ways that our tips and our tricks that we shared with you today could probably benefit you um, because we're hoping that with a cleaned up Google Drive and mm -hmm. organized Google Drive, you will be just setting yourself up for the spring semester just to be um, organized and, and ready to go. Like, it just feels good, I think, when you've done some, some cleaning, some mm -hmm. tidying up. You just feel proud of what you've done. So yes. hopefully that'll start this semester off and move you into the rest of the spring and the end of the school year just prepared. Yes, absolutely. Hey, and also, like, is this totally something you can walk your students through as well? Okay, so I love that you brought up what Kelly did at Roanoke because I feel like I've had those, and I did, I had those same conversations with teachers in the Google Drive training that we did over the summer uh -huh. and at Engage. And we shared a lot of tips and tricks in those trainings, but then we also said, take this back to your kids. Like yeah. they need to be well-versed in staying organized in all domains, yeah. their backpack, their desk, their locker, and their Google Drive. <laughs> and their Google Drive. I mean, if they can't find the, the things that they need, whether digital or paper copies, like we're not, we're not helping them. We got to get their, their Google Drives just as clean and organized as, as we're trying to get ours. Absolutely. So if you heard something on the podcast today that you are definitely interested in, in pursuing, but you're not quite sure where to start or, um, how, how to, how to make it happen for you, then definitely reach out to your campus instructional technologist. Um, he or she will be a great resource for you yes. um, to get your Google Drive organized. And then, hey, take a screenshot of your organized, tidy, color-coded, oh, yes. numbered, emojied Google Drive. Yep. That was a lot. That was a lot of adjectives. <laughs> but if you did all of those, then we for sure want to see it. I want to see, like, living proof. Yeah, so be sure. Take a screenshot. Tag the Learners Inspired Podcast. We would love to see how you're organizing your Google Drive. And I don't know. I kind of feel like we should start a Twitter poll. Like, are you list view or are you... Oh, like team, view. team list view, mm -hmm. team tile view. Yeah. I know where I stand. Me too. We're, we're the same girl. Yeah. All right, guys, we are so excited about this um, just tidied up Google Drive, and we can't wait to see yours and hear all about your experiences. Um, so don't forget, tweet us out. All right, that's another episode. Yay! In our episode library. So this is Kelly. And Jillian signing off for episode five. Learners, remember, you are an innovator. And you, and you never, never know who you will inspire. inspire.